Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. A Dadsnet original podcast. Fellas, in the next 60 seconds, I'm going to tell you how you can earn vouchers to spend at Amazon, Foot Locker, Xbox, Argos, and so many other places simply for putting your shopping away. Um, surely this is some sort of wind-up. Aha! No. And it gets a little bit better as well because it'll also keep the kids entertained for a few minutes. It encourages them to help out as well. This is perfect. Yeah, no. Now I know you're winding us up. No, right, OK, I'll prove it. When you sign up to Shop and Scan, they send you this small clicker. Whenever you grab your groceries, before you put them away in the cupboards, scan them with the clicker. Uh, I think you mean, Jim, that whenever you grab your groceries, give the clicker to your kids so they can scan it, which in turn encourages them to put everything away in the cupboards so you don't have to. You're getting it now, Brad. Boom! So then, presumably, you connect the clicker to the Windows app share the data and then hey presto you start earning your vouchers right you've been doing some investigation into this yourself (laughs) that's true in a year the average voucher value is a hundred pounds which i'm going to be currently keeping aside to pay for christmas oh yes man to be frank earning any kind of reward for basically doing what you need to do anyway works for me that's smart as hell if you go to shopandscan.com or hit the link in this episode's description, you can find out more. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Nets, another episode of Dads talking about dad things, doing dad stuff and making dad jokes. And the best kind of jokes are dad jokes. Everybody knows that. Yes. It is an absolute stone cold fact. Yep. Uh, on the way, we've got a big question of the week. We've also got uh, a look inside the news at something that is kind of concerning around this time of year particularly. And a brand new feature coming up. Can you believe it? We've, we've thought of something new. What? <laughs> it doesn't happen while. very often. It took a yeah. while. <laughs> but we got there. Anyway, let me introduce the panel. Now, this week is the week that William Shatner went into space. And so I thought what I'd do is introduce the, uh, the panel in terms of the sci-fi star or sci-fi character that they would be. Okay? Okay. So we've got Sparky. Sparky would be the kids from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids because he's only very small. He's really small. He's just teeny tiny. (laughs) Matt, I would love to swim in a Wito or a Cheerio, isn't it? That's what they end up. Yeah, that's it, like as a a little life belt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) Is there anyone that hasn't? (laughs) Classic. Oh, man, running through the grass. Oh, what a movie that was. I'm going to have to watch that again. Give it a go. And I love the fact that uh, Rick Moranis, he did that and he did Ghostbusters and he did Spaceballs and that and he just went, I've made enough money, just go and bring up my kids. Did you hear the story behind that is I think his wife fell terminally ill. Oh, did it? Did she? I think think that was it. And then he gave it all up to look after her, I think, until her last 
parting breath and then he decided as you said to look after the kids oh man what a legend yeah I know what a true legend I feel sorry about taking his film in vain because I really used it as a bit of a purposefully lame reference, but I, know, I feel bad now. Anyway, you just heard from him. He's Brad. Uh, Brad, the sci-fi <laughs> character that he would be, is Bruce Banner, of course, because normally he's mild and mannered, but then you get angry, you don't want to see him when he's angry. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? When I'm really angry and I'm not happy with how things are going, I turn into the Incredible Sulk. No, I hey. bet. Yeah, I 100% bet you do. <laughs> I know that guy too, mate. <laughs> and uh, Jack, Jack would be Predator because he's invisible. He's not here. So. Hey. <laughs> he's not and, and also, doesn't the Predator eat meat? And now Jack eats meat, so it all works yes, out. Yes, there you go. Just happened at the right time. Uh, I, by the way, I'd be Hal 9000 from 2001: A Space Odyssey, uh, just because of you know when he's trying to. To calm them down and I think that's kind of my role on this uh, this show <laughs> look Dave I can see you're really upset about this I honestly think you ought to sit down take a stress pill and think things over that's me <laughs> that is you Jim <laughs> this is Loose Dads and this is our brand new feature this is called the Google Search History Roulette Google Search History Roulette uh, this is um, a brand new thing that we've decided to do, and uh, this is going to be like this is going to go good or bad, Jim. Like this is yeah, this is dangerous this territory. The stakes are quite high, aren't they, really? Because what's happened is that every week, one of us will note down our top 10 most recent Google searches. The other people in the panel will then fire a number at us. And that corresponds to one of those searches, and we will have to reveal what it was that we were searching for. God help us when Brad gets his turn. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that we're not doing it with Brad this week. We're tiptoeing into this. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Taking it very easy. So Google search history roulette. I'm in the chair. Let's have a number from you two. Go on, uh, Brad, give me a number. Four. Uh, here's the skinny. That's what I Googled. Here's I Googled the phrase, here's, here's the, skinny. the skinny. Yeah, it's a phrase that I've heard cool people use. And I'm not a cool person. And I think it means, here's all the details, the details. about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, was working, I was working for a client and she said, I want these to be in like a kind of cool street type way. Uh, uh, the social post I was making for her. And I'm not a cool street type person. I wear cardigans. I'm 42 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point I wanted to say something like, here's the information you need. And I thought, I have heard that phrase, here's the skinny. Does it mean what I think it means? Do people actually say it? You were double-checking. It. I was double-checking, <laughs> and I Googled it, and it was a thing in about 2016. So I, I thought, even I know that's probably a bit out of date. Let's move away from that. Well, I missed that one. I missed that in 2016. Here's the skinny. I've never heard that one before, mate. Uh, well, um, I'm not trying to lie, though, guys. I mean, we've kind of been saying one similar to that since being parents is when you show your partner the underwear that your kid's been wearing and you say, here's the skiddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we're still think, in nappies, mate. I think <laughs> Mine is skiddy. I think the cool generation are just trying to hijack certain uh, things, you know? Ah, uh, okay. 
But you've honestly, well, though, though, Sparky, you've never heard. Here's the skinny. No, no. I mean, I I don't roll in cool crowds, but maybe, maybe hanging around with you guys, I'm going to be up to date with my uh, new modern terms. Well, my 2016 terms. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that I would have put money on out of the four of us. Even the only one having heard it would have been you, yeah. Sparky. Well, yeah. Like I would have put money on you'd been like you having said that for a few days back in autumn 2016. Yeah. Going, here's like, the skinny. Like the closest to that I know is uh, here's uh, what's the tea? Here's the tea. Give me the tea. Which is the gossip, but I do like skinny. I mean, we're looking like now. I feel like a barista, and we're working our way through a coffee shop menu. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the skinny's the details, and the tea's the gossip. I'm interested in here's the tea because I've heard that on RuPaul's Drag Race, and I didn't know what that meant. So thank there you. There you for go. That. Mate, saved you a Google. <laughs> that was going to be. That would be number eleven. <laughs> All tea, no shade. That is a thing that they say quite a lot. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Right. I didn't know what that meant. Right, Sparky, give me a number. Right, this is between one and ten then. Will you, this is your yeah. last ten Google searches. Okay, I'm going to go um, six. Six. Uh, who is Salt Bay? Oh! What who man? is Salt Bay? Not what is Salt Bay? <laughs> Have you who only just Salt uh, discovered Salt Bay, Jim? <laughs> yeah. Oh, only, man, I love the fact is, who is Salt Bay? <laughs> love it. Ooh, no, is, no, it, is it not a person? It is a person, Brad, isn't it? I thought it was an expensive type of meat. No, well, no, no, no. It's a guy who sells expensive meat. Oh, salt bay. Okay, He's the right, guy cool. that does the um, the fancy sprinkling oh, of the salt. The that does, yeah, that's come on. Uh, okay, so, Jim, I'm with you then. Who is salt bay? <laughs> <laughs> Learning for everyone. <laughs> well, this is it, because all I've seen is, like, showing up on Twitter occasionally is some celebrity has been to Salt Bay's restaurant and they've paid £600 for a steak. Ridiculous. And, and, and all I see is, like, oh, what's about Salt Bay's restaurant? I'm like, who... Who is no. Salt Bay? No. How have I missed this? So, okay, Sparky, explain. Explain who Salt Bay is. So, Salt anyone. Bay, I think he had, I don't know where his first restaurant was. I think it might be in Dubai or Abu Dhabi, like somewhere where it's like extravagant. And all the celebrities, like Beckham's been over, Conor McGregor, all your big stars. And basically, this guy went viral for chopping up steak in a weird sort of way at his restaurant. And then he sprinkles salt on it, hence why it's called Salt Bay. He does this little sort of like... I don't know, like these he swans lets him are roll sick. Down his arm, sort of. Yeah, thing, sort of, like, like a real extravagant way. But yeah. he's just become a hit, you know, like one of these social media hits. And now he reckons he can charge six hundred quid for a steak, and um, and that's the thing now. Like, if you're a celebrity and you've not been to Salt Bay's restaurant, you're not really a celebrity. But like, the crazy thing is, it's not even like um, it's not even like a special type of steak, is it? It's not like no. unless I'm like, oh, you know, he does like, gold wrapped ones. Like, he does I, do like, those. Like, I know Kobe is obviously the, uh, a way in which the cow is raised and slaughtered you know so they I think they they massage the cow and they feed it beer and whatnot so the meat comes out quite tender because it's, <laughs> it's drunk when it gets slaughtered I mean it doesn't know what's going on um, but like his I don't know if he's like just going to Tesco to take in a couple of like I don't know ribeye steaks there and <laughs> couple like, of like, sirloins mate just <laughs> yeah. slam them down put yeah. some salt on in an extravagant way that's 600 quid please mate <laughs> just get the frozen ones as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah go you to know, Costco do sure. a bulk buy yeah exactly <laughs> But and that's what basically that's what that search brought up was basically it's a man who throws salt in a funny way who's now decided he can charge that and people are paying it and it just that just it's like the emperor's new clothes right surely that's what it is it's, yeah it's ridiculous I'm, you know what though I'm glad you you uh, googled that though Jim because um, now I can only look like an idiot and a fool 
jokes in front of you two and our listeners whereas now if i went out in public and was like oh so bay, yeah and then someone went it's a person and i argued with them i'd look like an absolute tool uh, but, yeah you, well, that, jim saved that from happening so jim you saved me thank you well, that you get when you were going to go to that restaurant and you were going to order the Salt Bay, and it's like, well, you can't have that because that's the boss. That's the you boss. Can't, yeah. <laughs> Some would say, Brad, that Jim's giving you the skinny on Salt Bay. Hey. Yes. Hey. Yes. Hey, how cool are we, sat? It's yes. 2016 right now, guys. It's, it's 2016. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brad, let's have another number then. All it's right. one to ten, not including six or four. We've had those. Yep, number one. Number one. What's your most okay. recent? <laughs> uh, which pictures represent middle age? Which pictures? And why? Why? Why were you searching that? Like, who are you trying to see if if your picture comes up? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see. Uh, where do I come in the Google image search? Um, no, I, this is another work-related one. I, I needed to do a post for one of my other clients about um, middle age, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine, no problem. Yeah, I'll put a picture together." And I was like, "What? I mean, what do you use to show middle age in a picture?" And I, I couldn't really work it out. I thought about chinos, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what would you... Because, you you know, it'd be like an old tortoise for, like, old. Like, one... You know, like, I've, that's definitely been used. Like, you know, uh, one foot in the grave type style. Like to I show mean, I, I, know, I know one thing, though, Jim, is... I know you mentioned the chinos, but um, croc wearers, I think... Hey? Yeah, that was probably middle age. Yeah, middle that's, age, uh, middle that's age or what I, what, I, what I call my dad is end of life. Careful, mate. That's your old man. No, but what about like the New Balance trainers and like the barbecue grill sort of look? You know, like and a, and a, and a um, oh, what am I kind of thinking? Apron. Like you just you know because that's when dads start becoming a bit. Like, but isn't oh. it like the ter- stereotypical like eighties nineties dad American dad? That yeah, sort maybe. Of look that you'd see in movies and stuff, or if it's not that, it's sort of shorts. Chevy Chase look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Chevy Chase, that's the perfect reference. Although I know he's he's definitely old now, he's not middle-aged. Well, no, but yeah, if I'd have gone for like a kind of 80s, 90s yeah, Chevy Chase. Yeah. See, the thing is, I always used to think he was like properly uncool. And now I see pictures of him, I'm like, oh no, he was dead cool. And I think, <laughs> oh, I don't up. think that that's changed. I think I've just got older <laughs> and now all of a sudden... I associate much more with Clark Griswold than I do with the uh, children in the Griswold family um, <laughs> of the hilarious National Lampoon's Vacation. Classic. Um, what I went with in the end, if you want to know, yeah, I'm interested, was a picture of uh, a grey-haired man with reading glasses. He was holding his reading glasses, trying to read the paper, and I thought he, he didn't look elderly. He looked, he did look middle-aged, and. Yeah. Um, and, and so I went with that. By the way, what age would we term is middle age? That's by the a way? good question. I was actually going to ask you that because, like, oh. I know, I know, I know they would say like you have a midlife crisis at fifty, um, but that's working mm. on the basis that you you average out to a hundred. But like, I don't know if we average out to a hundred nowadays. Like, Guys, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So yeah, I, I might be middle age right now. Like, I, so, I'm not just... so like statistically, if I had to say, oh yeah, maybe me living to seventies, that's a good run. So technically, I'm middle aged now for myself. 
Yeah, like, 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 I, I, what's your? You got to work out your target first. Now. So awkward <laughs> yeah. conversation, but you have it with yourself. These are sort of thoughts I have in the shower, by the way, guys. My target is seventy-five. If I get to seventy-five, I'll be like, yeah, well done, you did it. You got yeah. to seventy-five. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, forty-ish. Yeah, like now. <laughs> yeah, because I I said I put something on Facebook a, f- a couple of years ago that just said something like, oh gosh, you know, something about when I get to middle age, and someone who is my age went, well aren't we middle-aged already? And it really stung. It really like, oh, oh God, well, don't. I've done half. I'm halfway through. Yeah, don't. <laughs> if you want to know, actually, this Google search did not help me with the picture at all. It didn't tell me what I wanted to say. I had to think of it myself. But what it did say, it came to a survey uh, where people had been asked what they thought constituted middle age and they said 47. So, okay. so still so five years off it, lads. Still five years off it. <laughs> 11 years to go still a blooming whippersnapper according to that exactly so uh, yes. oh mate we'll take that so 40, um, right. 40, you said 47 yeah so uh, Sparky you and I are the same age I'm 36 yeah likewise yeah. yes Bradley I'm sorry Brad um, oh, hold, hold on though oh. are you an 84 or an 85 baby I'm 85 yes Oh, what? Yeah, okay. All right, hold on. Hold on. How, how come we've been doing this podcast for this long and this is the first time we're actually getting down to, holy crap, we're the same same age. Like right, okay. after after mocking Jim for, for his age and, and Jack being the, the young whippersnapper of the group, we're actually the we're, same We're age. in the same demographic. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, 36, 20th of February, Brad. So who is the oh, oldest? So you are older. Oh. You are older. Mm-hmm. You are the older one. Uh, what, stop looking so bloody smug about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby face over there. Uh, want, all right, do you want one more, Jim? One more. Go on then, let's have one more. Okay, um, nine, just to take it odd. Okay. Uh, oh, you, went, you went one, sorry, Brad. <laughs> oh, man, I've thrown up at half a beer here, guys. It's a midweek beer, it's what it does to you. It's good job you, your uh, fiance is not an early years teacher or anything, and uh, <laughs> you should know about your odds, odds and evens. Man, the amount of number blocks I watch, I should definitely know. <laughs> uh, number nine is uh, League Two Table, and that's what I googled. Okay. Just to, I already knew where Scunthorpe United were in the League Two Table, but I just really wanted to have a look at it and see, even at this early stage in the season, how desperate the situation is. If anyone wants to know whereabouts Scunthorpe United are in the League Two Table, it is rock bottom of the League Two Table. <laughs> we are the 92nd best league team in the country out of 92 you are literally rock bottom yeah in fact even worse the the way we we went to the bottom of the league table was because we lost and the team that were below us at the time Oldham they lost as well but they lost less badly than we did so they jumped above us on goal difference (laughs) Oh, Jim, that's bad. Like, oh, man. That is, oh. Well, no, you've got to do that classic line that everyone uses, proper dad style as well. You're holding up the rest of the league. You're yeah, holding up the rest yes. of football. You're never all standing on your shoulders. So, yeah, exactly. go Scunny. Yes. It can only go, the only way is up from here, mate. The only way is up from here. <laughs> the only good thing is that uh, last Saturday we played uh, Harrogate Town, which is probably my locus, lo- my closest game. Because uh, I live quite a way away from Scunny now, but I live quite close to Harrogate, and I'd have gone, but I was slack getting tickets. They'd all sold out for the away end because I was like, "Oh, it's not going to sell out," and then I realised that the away end's about a hundred people or something. <laughs> so it sold out really quickly, and I was like, I was a bit gutted, and then. 
we were five nil down by half time, Ooh. so that made me feel fairly smug about not going to that game. Dodge the bullet there, Jim. Dodge yeah. the bullet. Oh, right. I feel like oh, before we put him in a bad mood, are we, should we move on now? Like, Brad yeah, something. let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'm over football. I'm going to like, what sport are, what sport are England good at or Britain good at or anyone in Yorkshire good at? I'm mean, getting to tennis now. Radikanu. She's taking us to new heights. Even she lost though recently, didn't she? Oh, she lost her first game back. Oh, rubbish, mate. She, yeah. Glory hunter. She can only win in the US Open. <laughs> yeah, she, she's over. She's done. Oh. She's passed it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start liking something. I'm going to like uh, ferret jumping or something like that. I don't know what it is. But we'll... <laughs> don't be careful with that Google search, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to... Not going to. I'm also not going to put here's the skiddy into Google either as well. So those are the... <laughs> All right, someone else will be on duty next week, so they're gonna now they're gonna be thinking about what they're googling all week, aren't they? Just so it doesn't come up with something really embarrassing. Uh, this is Loose Dads on the way. We'll look inside the news. This is Loose Dads. It's me. I'm Jim. We've got Brad. We've got Sparky as well. Jack is not here. Jack has blown us off. For Alan Carr. Oh, he's going to see Alan Carr. (laughs) I do blooming love Alan Carr. Chatty man. Oh, I love him. (laughs) Can I just say, not bad impressions. I mean, I know. (laughs) Better than our ones of each other, aren't they? Oh, the the ones we did of Jack were probably the worst of everyone. (laughs) But, um,. I just go, yeah, because normally it's a tradition when someone's away, we do an impression of them just to, you know, make it feel like they're here. Yeah. But that was an impromptu Alan Carr impression of, and I I have to say both of them were fair. Thanks, Fairly... Fairly good, Thank average, average possible. Sometimes, yeah. if I don't say Adele, uh, if I don't say Alan Carr, you might mistake me for Adele. Uh, if I don't go, oh, <laughs> it's me, Alan Adele. Like you see, they're just very close to each other. Those two. <laughs> Alan Carr sings the hits of Adele. Is the Christmas special I want to see? <laughs> Make it happen, right, ITV. Let's send a tweet. Let's send a tweet. Yeah. right if you want to keep in contact with us if you want to make any more suggestions for what alan carr could do whatever it is you want to say get to the loose dads podcast group on facebook just search loose dads podcast right let's look inside the news And oh, this is a big story, actually, as we get into October. And I know a lot of people have been going, oh, it's too early to talk about Christmas now. But we're getting to the point where suddenly it's very much not too early to talk about Christmas. Then there's only a couple of paydays left. And then we're all starting to panic a little bit about oh, Christmas. That was a really and good this- impression of me, by the way, Jim. <laughs> was it? Well, there's oh, only yeah. two well, paydays yeah. left. Like, oh, don't start saying that. That's when I start getting palpitations. I don't need it, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Well, this is something that you might need to worry about then. Uh, One of the UK's biggest toy retailers is warning that delays at UK ports are going to result in shortages this Christmas. Gary Grant, boss of The Entertainer, said it'd be uh, harder to get the stock to the right places at the right time. Uh, Also, uh, people from the shipping companies have been saying sort of the similar things today. Uh, There's a logjam at ports like Felixstowe, so they've been taking these um, things over to Rotterdam and to the other side of the uh, 
the uh, of the channel to uh, to get them unloaded which means it's more difficult to get them back here because of the hgv thing and so if you have not started buying things oh. for your children for christmas you might be having to pretend they've not been good and just getting them some coal maybe that's what you, you think that's what we're gonna have to do I think, well uh, i mean let's worst, take it old school worst case scenario is you just get them little different size boxes and then you just get them like a picture of whatever it was meant to be and said we'll be with you in two weeks yeah. Oh, I owe you one yeah, Christmas I present. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sa- I think Sa- Santa's had some technical issues. COVID <laughs> has also impacted his uh, his workforce. Um, some of them have also found themselves um, protesting on the M25 to um, <laughs> blame insulate Britain for it. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. And, um, has Santa been using cheap EU labour? Is yeah, that what he's been yes, doing? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh man. I mean. <sighs> It's like everything's in crisis at the moment. I swear, it's like just line up everything that we're running out of, right? And, you know, but it's nothing to do with Brexit. It's not COVID. We didn't do bad. You know, we did, like, I just, I don't know anymore. I don't know what's true and what's not. Like, I, I, this story makes me nervous, Jim. And I think, but, but there wasn't a petrol crisis and people were panicked by petrol. I mean, is there, is this, you it's, know, is this... Well, I mean, the thing is, there, there wasn't a lack of petrol, but there was still a petrol crisis because there was no petrol at the pump. So whether it okay. was... You will know, we create, whether, so, you know, will we create a, a crisis in Toys R Us? Not a shop anymore. Okay, will we create a crisis ourselves Smiths. by now going out and panic out? Yeah, yeah, ripping out everything from Smiths because they've just told us that, oh, it's not going to be there come December. So you're going to be panic buying Barbies and Paw Patrol dolls because they're the ones that apparently they're they're the ones that are going to be the ones that are expected to run out quite quickly. So yeah, is there going to be like some middle-aged loner that's just stacked up his spare room with Barbies, hoping to sell them on the black market? Hey, I know the right people, guys. If you need me to connect you, I'm council brought up. I know who to speak to to get whatever you need around Christmas. Will we be seeing you at Smith's Superstore with your bin bag full of Paw Patrol? Hey, look, just come round here to the boot of this car don't worry about their stock i've got stock <laughs> no i mean i don't know guys i i feel like this every year when it comes to christmas i feel like there's always something that we're not going to be able to get but it definitely feels worse this year because everything's in crisis um so, i mean usually it's a manufactured thing though isn't it usually yeah. they're um they, it's like the big toy they purposefully the cynic in me suggests they purposefully yep. don't make enough of to make it a big thing in the yep. run-up to christmas that it's yep. like oh it's so hard to get hold of a furby or whatever from just make more olden days yeah <laughs> i think yes, we should yes, i think you. we should bring back pet rocks yeah why not absolutely Let's just have the family, just have a family Christmas. Like, just be like, this this year, because of COVID uh, and Brexit and everything, we just just spend time with your family. That's the present this year, because you couldn't do it last year. Uh, Sparky, would you like to tell my seven-year-old and my four-year-old yeah, that? Geez, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could record yourself saying that, and then I'll just <laughs> pull that to them. Guys, don't worry. I lined it up already um, with the kids I went, because um, my call was like, how much money am I going to get for Christmas this year? And I was like, <laughs> I went, I went, dude, listen, to be honest with you, Santa's having a lot of trouble. His, uh, his uh, spare parts and his labor, everyone's gone sick. COVID's impacted the factory. He might not make things in time for Christmas. So just in case, you know, on Christmas day, you wake up and there's nothing. Uh, that's just because of circumstances. So it's yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. The so. jingle bell demi. Yeah. No, it didn't no, work. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's leave that one. Jack, uh, cut that out. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he won't cut that out, just so you no, know. No, he Jack. won't at all, will he? Not at all. In fact, he'll probably repeat it and then, you know, put some sound effects on to really make it... Like, there'll be cricket sound effects to make it sound oh. like it was even worse. Insert I'm- gap here, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the jingle bell demi. I, I don't know. I'm probably alone in this, though, dude. And probably because I'm grumpy. I don't know if you remember when we all got together and we had to do little pieces. And I was like, oh, find out how I want to murder Santa Claus. I just, I don't have a Christmas spirit. I don't know what it is. It's, I I, I, I don't know. I like. I, so I, you don't get excited about it. It's not a big deal for you. No, but I, I love, I love being able to spend time with the family. Like, you know, work closes for me. It closes for Shay. Um, the boys are off from school. And I love the fact that, I mean, don't get me wrong. What I really do enjoy is waking up on only from the 1st of December, cracking <laughs> the Christmas tunes. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> don't start playing them in November. Yeah, Sparky, I'm, I'm looking at you because I know hey, it's going to be on your playlist on the radio. Everyone thinks that us presenters uh, yeah, make I know you have no say. We don't. I know you have no yeah. say. Know. Some other dude. Blame um, him. I'll send you his email. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so I look forward to that. Um, I love the cr- like seeing people do up the houses. I enjoy that. But when it comes to the actual day, I don't know. I feel like there's always such this like build up to it. And then you have the day and then it's so anticlimactic. And like, I'd often then feel quite flat afterwards because it's like, oh, well, that's done and dusted now until next year. Um, oh, yeah. And the, the rest of like the week after is really grey and horrible. It isn't it? Is, that's the problem. It? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Um, yeah so f- like, I, I enjoy that the kids love it so much. But for me, I, oh. I, don't, I don't like it. So that grey week with no presents, Brad, it's going to be a real <laughs> glorious Christmas <laughs> rounding the gals out. Come on, guys. Oh, mate, no. Uh, I mean, we'll still do Boxing Day. I'll just go find some empty boxes that we could throw away. <laughs> <laughs> do the so, backpacking. Yeah, but I don't know, Jim. What? Sparky, I was going to say, Sparky, when do you when do you do your Christmas shopping? Do you do it early or do no. you are you a last minute? I'm a bit of a last yeah. minute. I feel like this year I did think right because this is the most organised year I've ever had in my life. I don't know. Um, so I thought, oh, well, maybe I I will start a little bit earlier. Like we've started having a conversation about what we can get Jackson for Christmas, and the answer is nothing because the boy has blooming everything. His nanny or his <laughs> mum or someone always buys for him what. He so I'm like, well, I don't even know what we can get him for Christmas. Um, so I mean, I, I don't know, Jim. Like, I get anxiety when people start talking about Christmas. You're doing it now. The lady Joe, who I work <laughs> with, who I do my radio show with, she's already on it. She's like, oh, I've already wrapped some presents, and she says it on purpose just to literally wind me up because she knows I'm like, no, because. Just like I'm with you, Brad. I like the whole December of it. It's cold. It's dark. Let's go to town in the evening and get your presents and stuff. So, so don't ruin it for us. Come on, HGV drivers. Don't give up. Come on, Felix Doport. Sort it. I out. mean, I know a lot of last minuters, uh, and I'm one of them myself. I, I'm part yes, of your Jim. ranks, but I've never heard anyone justify it with. Oh, it's much better to go into town when it's dark and Christmassy. <laughs> Never heard that okay. as an excuse before, but that's pretty. I'm using you that this that, year. Except someone with 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 bad intentions. Like, yeah. Oh, I love the uh, love town centre in the middle of the oh, night. It's, uh, the dark corners, like in Hollister. Watch me in there, guys. <laughs> Great time to pickpocket people. 
Sparky, what's your news story? Um, right, okay. So I've got um, a couple, actually. Well, I've got a choice for you. Um, do you I'll, I'll give it to you. You could have new Christmas mo- a re- new Christmas movie remake, um, Squid Game, because I just want to know, is it pointless me doing Squid Game if you guys haven't seen it yet? Never seen it. Not seeing it, no. Right, you need to watch Squid Game. We'll talk about that w- when I'm back after my week off next week. Okay. And all right, right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> when I put something onto my Netflix list, that's about six months until oh, I get man. around to it. So. <laughs> the hype will be over then. It's just literally gone yeah. over. A h- 111 million people have watched it. It's the most watched Netflix show ever now. Um, go and watch it. Let that be your inspiration. Okay, I'm going to go for Eco Prince Charles then. Um, like that's that's my new story. Have you heard? Uh, so he went to the. Uh, there's a lot of um, GU sort of like there's a lot of conversation at the moment about like climate change and everything going on. Prince Charles was getting grilled yesterday, um, and they were talking to him about his royal carbon footprint, and he revealed the powers of his eco Aston Martin. Have you heard about this? No. Right, so Prince Charles has got an eco Aston Martin, right? I mean, God knows where he drives it because obviously he can't ever just go out cruising in a car on his own. He's Prince Charles, the future king of this country. But I would love to see that though. Yeah, would you just like, oh, hold on, was that just Prince Charles cruising past in his Aston Martin? DB5. He's some like Eminem that- or something on his... <laughs> Is that Prince Charles in Aldi's car park charging his car up? <laughs> right, but it's not. He's not charging it with uh, electricity, though. Right, get this. Uh, so everyone was going, "Oh yeah, but you, you know, the royal house. Like, you, you know, how much is it to heat a palace and stuff?" And he was like, "Oh no, he switched a lot of things over. Like he, he just uses oil. He's he switched over from gas in in his palace and the where his residence, where him and Camilla stay. But his Aston Martin is powered by cheese curds and wine." <laughs> And white <laughs> British white wine, like he's made, and look at Brad's uh, face. Excuse me, I'm powered by cheese and wine as well. <laughs> That's what I hey, mate, you're more like an Aston Martin than you ever knew, Jim. There's well, the evidence. Yeah, so apparently, he's just feeding in pits of Dairy Lee to his petrol pump, <laughs> as well as like old bottles of Blossom Hill. But that's yeah, Prince Charles has got an eco Aston Martin. Like, why is he keeping that technology to himself? I need to see that? that in the next James Bond. Well, that, hey, mate, that's how I did it on the. Uh, that's how I did it on my show this morning. I said, I think I know who new James Bond is, and then it's nothing's leaked on this yet. But it's it's eco Bond. It's Charles. It's Prince Charles with his cheese curd and wine powered Aston Martin. Well, how do you know how you have the sort of normal unleaded and then the super unleaded? So is that like normal white wine and then champagne or something? Yeah. You stick that in, fizzes up, and you go faster. And it's like surplus wine. I think it's uh, something I don't know. You know, like how some things are powered by. You know, you can power some cars by used. Chip fat, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, people yeah. use like the so I guess it's something like that mixed with the cheese. I, I don't know. Like I say, he's holding on to this technology. This should be rolled out. I want the Sayat Dairy Lee. You know, that might be <laughs> a future release. I can't. I just can't wrap my head around it. So like, we 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 need to be investing money in like researching hydrogen powered cars. Um, and here we are finding out how to run a car. In- cheese and yeah we were the whole reason we have how do you like how how, i mean yeah surely surely what he's not telling you is that that's what the the driver just lives off of whilst he's driving the car around like like, come on like that would be drink driving though that would make um he's the he's the future king of the country it doesn't matter like no, it's seriously that's how it is. Have a little Google of it, but it's wow. his old Aston Martin. I mean, imagine though, Prince Charles isn't going on any long drives. Like it's probably not got you know he's just driving around the Barrel Moral Estate or you know 
I don't know. Where, where would he drive an Aston Martin? So he's not off far, but just mm. just love the thought of him just stuffing in a couple of like laughing cows. Well, like, like I just did. Just you like, know, bop, bop. I I had a uh, car once that ran on cheese. It was a um, Brie MW. <laughs> There we are. There was the promise at the start of Dad's jokes. And Jim has plumbing done you an A++ star one there, mate. Come on. It took all my might to think of cars and cheese and put one together. I've not listened to anything that you two have said for the last five minutes. I have no idea what you've been on about. And now all I'm trying to do is think of one. Oh, no, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Well, let's move on to Brad's story and see if you can do one at the end, all right? Brad, all right, so I'm, I'm the same as Sparky. There's two stories I'm... I'm I'm torn between. All right, one is uh, is sex themed, right? Of course, the course, other Brad. is relationship themed. Jim, I mean, because we haven't got Jack to help us this week, do you want to go relationship just for safety? But I think should we, I, should we get yeah? Well, Brad, what are you going to say? What's what's where are you leaning towards? Yeah, come here? on, Brad. Uh, I kind of want to go for the sex one just because right. it's like okay. so crazy. But the other one's also interesting. But I don't know. It's up to you guys. <laughs> oh, go on. It's for tradition. Yeah, right. You don't want to break tradition. Jim, you're losing control here, mate. You're encouraging to do a sex I, well, one. I just feel like he was going to do it anyway, wasn't he? He'd get to the end of the relationship one and then go, I can't stop myself. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, if I had done the other one, I probably would have then somehow peddled in this other one. So I would have done a twofer <laughs> for you guys. Right. Give it to um, us, Brad. So here we go. We're ready. Woman who has spine tingling orgasms with a ghost is worried it might kill her. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. So there is a lady in uh, in the UK. Her name, her singer songwriter name is Brocard or Brocardi. I'm not sure. She's 38 and she's connected physically with a ghost called Eduardo. Right. When he <laughs> she even ref- knows his name. <laughs> yes, yes. When he revealed himself to her during a thunderstorm one night as she struggled to sleep, she says the spirit. A Victorian soldier who died prematurely at 35, at least we, we clocked that age, Sparky, um, okay. and Jim, yeah. uh, after falling down a well, he introduced himself and has been visiting her regularly ever since. So he was a soldier? Yes. But he died falling down a well? Yes. That's not the letter you want to have sent back home, is it? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, your, your son is no more. Oh, did he die valiantly in a battle defending the honour of the country? No, not no. quite, no. Um, he was getting water. But but uh, but isn't it like that old joke of like why why did the the why did the blind soldier die falling down a well? Don't know because he didn't see that well. Oh, oh my God, Brad! <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, there you go. I mean, <laughs> they're just flying out now all over the place. I mean, what? So, okay, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 just to highlight it, guys, I'm gonna, I'm going to just. <laughs> Talk of, uh, just, run, right, run how do you bang a ghost? How do you bang a ghost? And that's just that straight away. All right, it puts the willies up. Yeah. Hey, Jim. Very good. Jim is on form oh. today. All right, guys. Oh, so no. basically, this is what happened when she met him. Uh, I was lying in bed, unable to sleep. I rolled from side to side in bed, trying to switch off from both the storm and an argument I had had with one of my friends. Then, out of nowhere, I felt a warm sensation in my heart. It was oh. burning hot. I thought you were going to say somewhere else. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I touched my chest and it was roasting, clammy almost. And the warm sensation ran down throughout my body. Oh. Then the whole room fell cold. 
I sat upright, had tears streaming down my face and was shaking almost uncontrollably. It felt like someone was present. I couldn't see anything, so I reached for the bedside light and something grabbed at my hand to stop me. I mean, it's, it's sounding mostly like COVID at the moment. And then she says, I heard, I love you, whispered in my ear and felt someone's breath and a shudder down her spine. That's when Eduardo first introduced himself. Like, so he said he loved her before he even, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before- now the whole crux, whole crux of this, dude, is... Um, this is the this is the part of the story I found the funniest, right? So she's worried that um, he's going to get bored of her, or he wants her to join her out of this mortal coil. So he's she's worried that he's going to kill her, right? Okay, that's one of it. But the best one is, um, where is it? Um, sorry, I've got to find this. So I hope she doesn't go and get water. If she does, he'll push her. Well, he knows he knows the dangers. He knows. Well, 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 he might. So, right. so uh, it goes on in the article to say that she hasn't told any of her friends and family for fear that they might exercise the ghost. But I'm like, she's just gone in, onto a newspaper and reported yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. But she doesn't want to tell her friends and family in case someone gets the priest around to do an exorcism. So two things. Two things here. Number one, um, when people say they've seen a ghost. 95% of the time it's when they were in bed yep. which tells you something right yep. that tells you something it's almost like there's a way that you can think of something while you're in bed but it's not really happening what? something we like to call dreaming, dreaming. Yeah. so that's one thing <laughs> okay Num- number two you started off by saying she had a singer so she's had a singer songwriter name yeah <laughs> Isn't it lucky that <laughs> she got that detail Ooh, into the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But Please tell me, like Adele, she's written love songs about this relationship. In fact, with- I think we can find Adele wrote a song about Eduardo as well. I'm sure if we look in there, dude, we're going to find it. Stand by for the big breakup album with Eduardo. It's like, <laughs> he, he's left her. He said he, like, ridiculous though. Like, so yeah, yeah you're absolutely right, Jim. She's just promoting her uh, her Instagram page, isn't she? But what rhymes with Eduardo? That's going to be quite a difficult one, isn't it? Key Eduardo. Uh, <laughs> you take me to Key Largo. <laughs> Don't you like the Montego. TV series? Eduardo yeah. threw me off Kilimanjaro. Right. No, is that, does that work? No, actually, I take that back. That is fertile territory there for, uh, for songs. <laughs> I can see why she's done it. Uh, this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. We're going to look at the big question of the week up next on Loose Dads. Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's me, it's Sparky, it's Brad, but it's not Jack. Jack's not here. He's too busy watching some idiot drone on. This glasses-wearing idiot drone on. But he could be here doing exactly the same thing. (laughs) But slightly less funny. I mean, although, did you hear the Brie MW on, right? That was good, Jim. That was good. That was good. Am I right? It's a reader to a standard, that is. That's a reader to a standard. I mean, that's this me one gag at the moment. So it's a short show, but then, you know, COVID times, it means no one's within two metres of anyone for 15 minutes, doesn't it? So no one's going to get pinged. They just come on, see the Brie MW joke, go away. In fact, you know, uh, there are some comedians that do arena tours based around one big routine, 
where you could probably just do that. People just want to... I mean, I'm not wanting to name names, but people want to see that out-out bit, don't they? And they don't want to see anything else from Mickey Flanagan. So, you know, he could just do the out-out bit and then get everyone to go off and no one's going to get pinged because they're there for less than 15 minutes. This is the future of touring. Guys, (laughs) right, I'm going to ring a few arenas, see if we can get us booked in for the next couple of weeks, boys. We're on. Yeah. Radiohead. Do a tour, just play Creep. That's the one people want to hear, hey, right? So. Well, I don't know. There's a couple of their tracks I absolutely love, though. <laughs> Actually, I to be robbed, fair, yeah. I, really like, <laughs> I really like Radiohead, and I'd love to hear a lot of them. But. Bit of Street Spirit wouldn't go amiss, guys. Oh, I like that it's, one. <laughs> oh, all right. Everyone else, just do your one big song. Radiohead, play your full back catalogue. Go on, then. We'll all get COVID, but we'll get it happy. Well, or sad, you know, they, they can quite often make Where are we going with this? What is going on? Jim, you're the one that's normally in control. Bring yourself under control and let's do the big question. Big question. Let's go. The big question of the week. Uh, big question of the week comes from Colin, who says, uh, we have got a last minute deal to go away. We have an 18 month old. It will be the first time that we've taken her on a plane. Does anyone have any tips? Right. This speaks a lot to you, Sparky, oh, right, doesn't it? Well, I literally just feel like this is my life at the moment. Uh, slightly older Jackson, but yeah, we, we, we. that's why I'm off next week, boys. I'm going away. And yes, it's going to be Jackson's first time on a plane. And we're terrified so any advice you guys have got for me and Big Cole uh, thanks for your message Colin um, we well I would be very grateful to as well as Colin I imagine distractions that's what it is distractions uh, so the first time we went abroad my daughter would have been probably about Jackson's age actually um because you want to take them abroad before the two when you have to pay for them right absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. that's that's the reason <laughs> Um, so we got loads of magazines, like magazines, some pens and stuff that she could mess around with. You know, the magazines always come with the plastic tap on them, yep. which normally I hate because it just clutters everything up. But in this case, it was good for distractions. And it also happened. The good thing was that we were next to this woman who, to be honest, I've never seen dread in a face before. Like this woman who was sitting by the window as us two and our nearly two-year-old came and sat down next to her and she was like but to be fair she was really good and she gave Elsa some of her chocolate as well and that helped get through some of that journey so how long was the flight Jim it wasn't too long it was down to the south of France so it was like about an hour and three quarters or something so that was fine that we we managed to get through that so you're going to Corfu yeah that's three hours like three and a half hours which is which is the same time it takes us to go in the car to Portsmouth. Um, but, you know, he's strapped in the car seat the whole time with a brake on the way. So I'm thinking if he's not strapped in the whole time and we can walk him up and down the plane and stuff like it might not feel as intense. And then the both of us can tend to him rather than me trying to drive without, well, you know, getting stressed out by the screaming coming from the back of the car. See, I can't remember, like at this stage, whenever you guys go out in public, are you still pushing him in a pushchair? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he does like to walk, but yeah, we will be taking the buggy on the, on so the plane. My, my biggest advice in that is literally you can take that to the boarding gate. You can walk out. So don't don't fall into that pitfall of when you're checking in your luggage, then you feel like you have to check in your buggy at the same time. Yes. Um, yeah, and they don't tell you that for yeah. some reason, do they? But yeah. it's so much easier. Yeah. 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 Especially okay. when you go through security and you go to the other side and you're waiting. At least you can push him around rather than having to try and carry him. Or if you wanted to go somewhere to sit, like, chances are he might 
drift off and have a quick nap in it at least you guys can have a bit of peace and quiet that for us was a godsend i mean the first time we took logan to south africa we we stupidly did that we checked in his his push chair and trying to entertain him for two hours on the other Ooh. side was an absolute like you try and sit because we we're trying to have dinner and he would just get up and run around and do and you're like it was just an absolute nightmare and then when he wanted to sleep he couldn't have it he didn't have anywhere comfortable to sleep because we were eating so at least if he if he was in his chair he would have just popped his head to the side and nodded off um and i agree with jim um distractions and also take a take take a few good amount of snacks but like don't give him like all the snacks at once just like pace him through it because um, <laughs> okay if, if they keep themselves entertained with maybe let's just say if they were watching an ipad or your phone whatever and then casually just snacking on something it, it tends to kind of help keep a little bit of the peace i think that's worth the okay. treat for us anyway all right, you download as much off Netflix as you can. Yeah. All the yeah. all the Peppa Pigs. Yeah. All the uh, what is he into? Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, he's in like into the BBC iPlayer stuff actually. So we can get a load of stuff off iPlayer. Like he loves Waffle the Dog and Bing and Flop. So we'll get all of that off iPlayer. That's downloadable. I just I'm nervous of other people. I don't know how Colin's feeling. Like that's probably why his message. But like I'm nervous of of what. You know, because I've been that ass Now, before being a parent, I've been that guy on a plane that's like, shut your kid up, right? You know, and now I feel nervous going into that situation thinking I'm going to ruin the start of these people's holidays, potentially. And that's what's given me anxiety. But I just think, oh, sod it. You know, we've all been through COVID and we all we all need to get back out into the world, you know? Well, that's. I think that's it. And also, I mean, I was like that flying before COVID was even a thing. I was a bit like, yeah, it's quite annoying for everyone else. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah. If anything, it's slightly easier for me than it would be normally. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm going to channel uh, Jim then. I'm channeling. That. Like, just but that is in my back of my mind already. It's like, oh, oh that filthy looks of people. As long as you're not being unreasonable, I think you're fine. And people have to accept that children are allowed to travel. Yeah. And, you know, you, as long as you're not kind of making everyone else's life a misery and you're not playing. Like, get some headphones. You could get some big headphones for him to wear. Yeah. Then that's better because people don't want to here i mean bing and flop oh, yeah. i i would be, i'd be more concerned about flying with bing and flop than i would be like a young child because it's so annoying such a whiny little rat bag isn't he uh, sorry um hi bing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so big headphones but yeah as long as you're not being unreasonable i think you know you could you need to talk to him yeah walking up and down the aisle if you can do that if there's not too much turbulence and stuff when we took our youngest uh, when he was little, he he was a little bit. It was it was a longer journey, and he was a little bit kind of restless. But yeah, just took him on a couple of walks. There's always someone there who wants to kind of say hello and they'll pull a stupid face at him yeah. and yeah. keep him distracted for a little bit. Those yeah. people are real heroes. Like those people really are heroes, though. That are kind to kids. Like they're when they see them and they're like, hiya. Like yeah. yeah. But like um, you know, also just bear in mind, and I'm sure Jim also. Um, has advice on this is like for takeoff and landing just make sure you've either got some sort of drink or some some sort of method for them to try and um depressurize the oh yeah the ears because i think that's majority of the time where a lot of the screaming comes from is when they get that sudden pain and i've i've had i've experienced that as an adult and trust me i shat myself when i had it because (laughs) it's horrible like yeah we were flying over coming into new york and we were coming into land and we were starting to come down and i just got this intense pain not only my eardrum but it shot down my neck 
um, and it was horrific. And if that was so painful for me, I can only imagine what it feels like for a kid. So um, yeah, I think. Okay, that, now you're guilty, Brad. Less on that. Like now you're making me feel guilty. Like no, I really no, want to go to this. No, no, it's nothing fine to because feel it's guilty about. But it's just being aware of it, yeah. dude. Because like people might get angry and say, "Oh, that kid's whinging, whatever." But it's because they're in pain. It's not. It's not necessarily because yeah. they're being a douchebag. It's because they don't know how to handle it. Fair you fair. can mitigate it, but for an old an older child who's okay with a boiled sweet, yeah. that, that works out well. And my kids, they, I mean, that's their favourite thing about flying is they get to eat sweets. Yeah, like give loads. me a sweet, Dad! Just, they, it, this is a medical sweet, so I have to eat it, Daddy, actually. Uh, there you go. Oh, I like but, the idea um, of it being a medical sweet. That is, that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's yeah. great parenting. I, I guess for, for under twos, it's, uh, boiled sweet's probably not high on your list of priorities. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just like sippy cup or something like that will we'll definitely do. Um, and yeah, just and if there is an annoying person, just really make sure you knock into their seat or something yeah. when you're moving away. Just, you know. oh, with the uh, with the nappy bag, just sort of like spin around. Yeah, exactly. And there's a great opportunity to smack someone square in the face, and it seemed like an accident. But that's Jim encouraging that. Can I just say the sensible one? He's felt baby rage before. Okay, mate. That thanks for the support. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the other thing I would say, uh, Sparky, is. Um, try and see if you can pop out anytime soon to like um a public place to see how he handles you know sometimes you get like um uh, uh, a changing room in a in a restaurant or somewhere and it's kind of a little small enclosed space because the thing that we had the most trouble with is logan absolutely hated um being changed on the airplane because obviously we used to have 11 and a half 12 hour flights so there was no way around that and so one of the trips we had when we took him to Mykonos when he was a, was a baby is coming back. He had the shits, literally oh, the squirt. And like, oh, I, I, no. I was sitting in there in the middle seat and I was like, I don't know if I can, because if I go and take him, he's going to kick off. So I had to sit there for about an hour undecided about should I go and do this now or whatnot. So um, everyone around us had a great smell. Do you do it? Do you do it on top of the toilet seat? Because like, is no, there actually got, a baby no, chair? Yeah, they've got a yeah. Most yeah, they should have a, a, a little drop down. You know, like you do. You go to like anywhere. They've got like um, those yeah, the pull down like yeah. a tray. Yeah, like a tray sort of thing. So they have those. Yeah. Um, just maybe try and see how he handles it, so you're a little bit prepared for it, because it can catch you off guard if you're not prepared, and he then freaks out on the plane. Good advice. Now you don't want poo everywhere and in, in, in the tight <laughs> space. Yeah. Okay. But, hey, mate. That's... Oh yeah. No, that's the thing you do because there's not many of those toilets on board, are there? And you ruined it for everyone. Oh, there we go. Sorry, guys. Boom, boom. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the rear toilet will no longer be open for the rest of the flight because of a shit dad getting shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you've got. Well, your local airport. You must have East Midlands close by. Yeah. You? That's not far from you. Have you taken him to sort of see? planes taking off and landing that can yes, sometimes mate. kind of you know oh, that's Captain just like a Sparky. you know nerd, mate. we've been to the aero park you mean next to it where you get exclusive oh, access believe. to the runway I can't, <laughs> can't believe we've talked so long about planes and we forgot oh i forgot anyway <laughs> that you play your virtual simulators <laughs> i've shown him what to expect if we get allowed in the cockpit through my iphone <laughs> uh look at the controls son the altometer <laughs> if you get allowed in the cockpit are you actually expecting 
expecting they're going to let you fly to Corfu. Well, I'll just let them know. So, you know, guys, qualified on the iPhone 12. If you need me to step in at any point, I'm sitting in row eight. Uh, (laughs) Could you you imagine, though, the awkwardness of he calls up um, uh, an air host and is like, "Um, yeah, so could you take me to the cockpit? Hey. yeah, um, yeah, sure, sir. Of course, no problem. No, I mean, like, honestly, dude, like, the worry. Uh, like, if anyone just like, yo, sorry, can you uh, just take me to the cockpit, please? I need yeah, to get me through. go and see the Check pilots about a few things. Um, <laughs> is this a... Uh, no, uh, are you... Are, are you... What? Yeah. Oh. Um, I've got a baby, guys. Don't worry. Don't let the brown skin fool you. I've got a baby. I'm kind. I'm good. I'm good. I said it. I said it. I said it. You Don't said worry, it. Guys. You went there. I went there, guys. <laughs> Oh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. If you want to learn anything more about the show or if you want to join in and have a little bit of a chat with us, then go to the Loose Dads Podcast Facebook group. Uh, you can also check out dadsnet.com for more parenting information. And uh, we take our questions from Dadsnet groups on Facebook. They're a great resource as well. You can join those for free. Uh, make sure you leave us a review, a star rating, and tell your friends about this podcast as well because that would really help us get out to more people. Thank you very much to Brad. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Sparky. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Brad. And thanks, Jack, for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seeing Alan Carr when you could have been sitting here with us chatting about Sparky's virtual simulators. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet he would have a cheese joke as well because he's into cheese now, isn't he? Now he's not a vegan anymore. Oh, yeah, true. <sighs> oh, well. Anyway, we'll see you next week when we plop into wherever you get your podcasts from. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.